Pod Queens is a proud member of the Apocalypse Podcast Network. To learn more about other fabulous podcasts, go to apocalypsepodcastnetwork.com. And will never be. Welcome to another episode of Pod Queens, the podcast in which three queens wade into the steamy waters of culture. I am your host of this episode, Saj Wade. And I'm your host of previous and future episodes, Gamal El And I'm the surprise guest um, that is just always here, Jelani Carrington. <laughs> and the world is on fire have you noticed <laughs> yeah do we need to address the elephant uh, in the capital <laughs> <laughs> pretty rude of um, america to make me deal with late stage capitalism white supremacy and transphobia all at once um but nothing 100%. new <laughs> i've just been doing a thing where every time i get upset i buy more skincare and I, I suggest it to everyone. I really think that's what you should be doing right now. So like, oh my God, they stormed the Capitol. Like keep just exfoliate, <laughs> because you should be glowing by the end of this if you do that. Oh yeah, yeah. my face mask game is so high. Um, and if you're uh, wondering folks, who's a beautiful voice you're hearing right now, that is writer, comedian, and founder of the Muslim Otherhood. Maryam Raouf! Hey. Oh my god, Habibti! I'm here, I'm here. Welcome to Queens, welcome to Pod Queens. Uh, recorded uh, majority in Queens now. Yeah, almost. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'll be there shortly. I'm, 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 behind, I'm behind the trend. Um, Come on, Jallah! Well, well, yes, as, as, as uh, Miriam said, and as we're all talking about, the world is kind of ending. Uh... Yeah, it's over. I've given, I've been just, I've been living for all of um, Black Twitter just like going off being like, la di la di la di la <laughs> Like, that has been <laughs> one of my favorite things of late. It's just <laughs> so many Black people going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and singing spirituals, just saying, we told you so. It's kind of wild that, um, well, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I can't say I'm surprised anymore because I'm not really surprised. Like this, this was like the natural progression of things. If you were paying attention, like this should have surprised no one. Yet a bunch of old white people in Congress, especially, continue to be surprised for some it's reason. Yeah, more than anything is what's up with the conflating of this with BLM. Like, there's a dude wearing a fucking raccoon on his head and like storming nancy pelosi's office like does that seem like a well thought out movement to you they shot a cop like what what are they even what's the goal here i don't even i think my biggest issue is joe biden and other people being like this is not america um sir are you allowed to be president if you don't know american history if you don't know what america is and what america is not like (laughs) um yeah, he's just politicianing. And I truly, I hate any centrist, any liberal, any reach across the aisle dumb bitch who's been like, like, like truly this is the fault of so many people. Like this is the fault of white supremacists. This is the fault of Donald Trump. This is the fault of the Republican party. This is the fault of any Democrat or non-Republican who decided to give Republicans a platform to speak their hate speech. Like... Mm-hmm. You let the and say that it's all for the sake of like being fair. I'm like, fuck you and your fucking fairness. <laughs> like, it's that thing of like you can't be tolerant of the intolerant. Like, you decided to give all of these white leftist radical, white 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 right radicals. These are not the left. <laughs> um, you gave them like a platform. You gave them like a place to hurdle together and form this community bond and bond over their rage and hatred of black people, queer people, you know, da 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 da. And what did they do? They were like, oh, 
let's mob him. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, yeah, I'm sick of I'm sick of people, you know, on Twitter this week. Ezra Klein, I believe, tweeted something like, "We have to kind of um, something about understanding where these people are coming from." I don't want to understand where these people are coming from. Stop! And, and Roxanne Gay tweeted at him and was basically saying like, "Stop! Stop trying to understand where these people are coming from. Like, stop coddling these people. Like, they're." But also, you already know like they had i think that's also stupid is the fact that like you already know where these people are coming from like you know what i mean it's not it's not like we don't understand why they feel and think the way they do we do we don't like it we wish that they didn't we think that it's kind of wild that they do but you absolutely un you understand them it's just you don't like that explanation so you are trying was to understanding and nuance when it was people of color that were committing domestic terrorism like we should have a sit down these people have weapons and they're storming the capital i don't care what color you are that's not okay no like so that that's not peaceful protest that's storming the capital that is a very different move that is a move at trying to undermine your government that's like more than that's not even violent unrest that's a literal coup you know what i mean like <laughs> it's an attack a full-fledged attack also not legally allowed to do that are you allowed to march in the streets to to show what you don't like about a government yes but are you allowed to just be like fuck this government altogether the government is then allowed to respond to your attempt allowed and they did, but did. <laughs> right but didn't that's the other thing <sighs> yeah that's a good point. Like you're saying, like like we we only allow that understanding to racist white people. Right. I'm like, today's the day y'all want to talk about the word terrorist. You want to like have the oh yeah conversation today. Really? Wow. Interesting. Like I don't know. I feel like we could have had the think piece ten years ago. Like it's just kind of I don't know. When the person is brown, they or brown or black, they completely get fucked up. Even if they're just exercising their normal rights and being completely nonviolent and they can go even further, they can be violent, they can kill someone. And you're not seeing, I mean, there were no arrests. There's like people even on social media being like, Oh, the FBI is looking for them. really, this is like your best effort, like to find them. Yeah. Okay. The FBI is still on Asada Shakur's ass for trying to flee the country, for like literally fleeing the country. Like, truly, they can track a person. The FBI bothered Angela Davis for years. They still are probably keeping tabs on Angela Davis in her old age. We have pictures. You know what their fucking faces look like. Like, there's nothing. There are videos of people fully confessing, saying, "My name is this. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, and I broke into the Capitol. How I did it? I went around that way." There is a flight history because they were all on the same flight. They went the same, like, girl, do the math. The math maths oh, on this oh one. The God. math math. It's <laughs> psychotic. It's psychotic. So yeah, I don't want to understand them. I don't need to understand them. No, I don't understand terrorists. I'm sorry. You get arrested, period. I think it just it's comes good. from this, like, uh, you know, well-meaning, quote-unquote, white liberal who's, like, maybe trying to understand why why their parents vote for Trump and are so racist. Like, maybe your parents are just racist, babe. Yeah, and then maybe you need to stand up to them. Maybe you don't need to understand them. Maybe there is no complexity. Maybe you have to reckon with your feelings that maybe they're not good people. <laughs> right, and that's, what, and that's what, what I was saying. It's like, it's not about, right, it's not about understanding them. It's like, you do, you, you do, you absolutely do already. You just don't like the answer. And so you're trying to look for for some way out of it or like some higher exactly complexity there well really i'm like why are you clinging to it that much everyone's fucking parents are racist so like join the club i don't i think it's also just so much of this like listen i am not the person who's like we shouldn't have safe spaces or whatever da, da, da. like we should safe spaces should exist but i also think that there gets to a point in certain like have you ever been in like a queer circle and like you at some point can't have positive, um, constructive conversation anymore because everyone's being too coddled and too handholdy. Like it gets mm -hmm. to that point very quickly. And I think that a lot of people, um, a lot of white people get to that point extremely quickly um, with like racists and like, oh, but like, 
you know, everybody gets their time to speak and we have to hear everybody out. And even if we don't agree, we have to listen to what they're saying. And then we should think about it. And if we don't agree, we should like formulate. And it's like, shut the fuck up. That would be like one doctor sometimes poisons his patients. But like we have to hear him out too because sometimes he does the right thing. It's true. That's true. That's true. No, nope. Once is actually plenty. Nope. That's kind of a kind of a one strike deal. I don't like. I don't think I need to. I don't think I owe terrorists any understanding. I really mm-hmm. don't. I want our listeners to know that we're actually recording this episode a day earlier than we usually do, and we still have like three wor- three weeks worth of news to cover yeah it's been real it's been real chaos um in like four days there was there was we flipped the senate that's cool right i don't know we did we stacy abrams although i'm Bless. i'm not too i'm not too happy about um john ossoff um because he has shitty policies but he he kind of does actually unfortunately he does not he does not support um uh He's not for abolishing ICE. He's not for defunding the police. He's not for Medicare for all. He's like not again. He's like not for erasing student debt. Um, the truly only. He's basically a Republican. No, literally. <laughs> the only benefit is that now Mitch McConnell is not in power. Right. Like right. that only benefit. Well, that's kind of the problem. I'll take it. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm curious. To see what I am going to take it. When we have a democratic president and a fully democratic Congress. Um, Theoretically, that means we should be able to get things done. Now keep an eye on it and see if they show you who they really are. Yeah, keep an eye on Nancy being like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> keep an eye on Nancy. Keep an eye on Chuck. We just we just can't do it. We just can't. Everyone supports it, but we can't. <laughs> they can't hide behind Mitch McConnell anymore. Let's see if they they actually get things done. And you know what? I want to believe Ooh, they will. Sorry, the major corporation that's paying me to keep you from having rights is paying me too much for me to actually give you rights. Ooh. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of people are, are, are um, hypothesizing that Trump has marked the end of the Republican Party and that Republicans are going to be like ashamed. Um, I actually think a lot of these centrist Democrats are going to flock the Republican Party and make it a new Republican Party in that way. Um, don't know what that means for the future of the world but let's find maybe out. that'll make a more palatable republican party though no i think i'm just gonna flee the country yep that's yeah, another option that's what we need to be talking about for real is educating someone from far away you should be dating people from far away i locked that shit down coco is a citizen of two other countries bitches out. <laughs> I, I love that for you um, yeah, I'm, uh, if anyone's listening and they're from, you know, Canada or the UK, like, call me up. I don't want to have to learn a new language. I speak um, French and Arabic. Uh, French and Arabic. And I'll leave immediately. Uh, so hit us up. We're available. Um, and we're so great. Well, you have to say what's great about you. Like, what's good? Like, Gamal's, like, cute. He's got a Pikachu shirt. A Pikachu shirt on. You can't see listeners. He, he can sing. And anything else? Do you have any other skills? Looks good in glasses. I look so good in glasses. Mm-hmm. I can grow most of a beard, which is great. She's good at some stuff you can't say on a podcast. Yeah. You know? We can say whatever the fuck we want because we're adults, okay? We're adults. Maybe we should, unless we do, you know, we can change, we can live whatever life we want because, um, the world sucks so we can do whatever but we did have a topic for today well yeah these protesters were just looking for their stupid 15 minutes of fame and congratulations to them they got it they, wow. wow what a transition what a transition she's a segue queen wait sorry did i do something <laughs> potential lovers i'm a great at segues Ooh. well and actually so this 15 minutes of fame um as a topic came because we actually got from ow, I just bit my lip while trying to speak. That was... Oh no. Edit that out. Edit that out. They can't know we have teeth. They can't know we have teeth. <laughs> oh, teeth? I, I never use my lip. teeth, honey. No. Oh. 
<laughs> Mama, you gotta use the lips. Oh, it's just dentures. Um, no, but we got this. Um, what you call it? We got some fan mail all the way from Spain. Pablo from Spain. Pablo, here's the mail and never fails. Mail makes me run away, my Notice that we didn't sing all of that, so the copyright infringement doesn't work. Ha ha, Disney. <laughs> it was bad. It's parody. It's parody. That's right. We do. We do accept fan mail. So if you want to mail us fans, podqueens at gmail.com, y'all. Um, but yeah, so here's what we got. I'm gonna read it aloud. Um, like 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 a like story time. Great. It is high queens. I love listening to your show and all your hot takes about pop culture. Listening to your recent episode about The Bachelorette made me think of the Andy Warhol quote that in the future, everyone will be famous for 15 minutes. Sometimes I think that future is already here. What do you think? Pablo from Spain. Wow, Andy Warhol predicted TikTok. Gracias, Pablo. Yeah. Or should I say gracias? I was going to say gracias. Yeah, you, you gracias. <laughs> Sorry um, to any of our, Sp- uh, our other Spain listeners And Pablo, we love you, we're not making fun of you No, we um, love you Pablo so much Pablo, uh, you know, if you have I can marry you if you want You can learn <laughs> Spanish Guys, I really wanted to talk to you When you told me about this topic I really wanted to talk to you about that time In the beginning of quarantine When we were all watching Tiger King <laughs> mm. <laughs> To this day, I still have not seen it Yeah, I'm going to come out as someone who has not seen Tiger King um, but kind of half the room, half the room hasn't seen Tiger King. I do support Carol Baskin in not killing because she didn't do it because they haven't proven she did it. Having not seen the program, you're coming in with a hot take. Yeah, that's kind of our style. Yeah, we never know anything about anything and we just talk about it. It won't stop us from having very strong opinions. <laughs> did I mean to do actual, like research and come to this with like a well thought out argument and you know whatever yeah but you know what i didn't but i do know who chris crocker is and that's all i need to know we that is for this for this topic that is all you need to know well so yeah tiger king was around for a flash in the pan well that's that's all of netflix now netflix is like the flash in the pan like things are really popular for like a week and then you completely forget about them until maybe next year when their new season comes out that's what happens with stranger thing yeah. bridgerton bridgerton is anyone watching bridgerton not yet not. netflix is pushing bridgerton so hard every day netflix and they're like bridgerton can i help like more bridgerton well i think it's a two-part thing for that well i think it may be a three-part thing i don't know i think one because things are binged now especially on netflix like that's why things have like a 15 minutes to fame because instead of like lasting for like four months worth of you know airtime it like takes 10 seconds to watch um but I think that they're pushing Bridgerton specifically so hard because it's a new series by Shonda Rhimes who like owned all of ABC's like content for a good hot second. She was queen of ABC. She had Grey's, she had um, Scandal. She had, she had the things. Have you guys seen this man, Simon on Bridgerton? No, I haven't seen Bridgerton. Is Simon the one, is Simon Jonathan Bailey? Do a quick Google. Is Simon the only black guy on Bridgerton? Yeah. Oh, then it's not Jonathan Bailey, but I have seen him. He is hot. He's so hot. I don't. I honestly don't really know what any of these people look like. <laughs> I was like, I was like, is it white people in the poster? But maybe I'm wrong. But there's one black guy, and I think he's the main character. Uh, I watched Monet Exchange. Watch it on YouTube. He is the main character. Yeah. Oh, good, good, good. So they, good. They, they evened it out. See, they were like, we're gonna get like a light skinned black guy, but we'll give him a lot of lines. Huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. And the rest is all white. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. it's about it's about this like white girl's family. Um, what well, uh, that's interesting. I, I'm recently watching Scandal for the very first time. I'm now a big fan of Shonda Rhimes. Um, can't look away. Can't look away. Scandal. Um, I'm on season two. <laughs> yeah, I took I took master class with Shonda Rhimes, and it's a great ad for her. But um, Netflix is really getting all these creators locked. Like they got Ryan Murphy to do an exclusive deal, and I think Shonda Rhimes is now this is the first of a like exclusive deal with Netflix because she has another show coming out next year. Yeah. They are locking these creators in with like multi-million dollar deals and they're 
prolific creators. I mean, smart, smart move for uh, uh, something that will surely die. Yeah. Well, it's, it's becoming what we know it is going to be, which is just another form of a cable net, right? So it's like joining the Netflix uh, cable network. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all. So I, I did some research, but th- not for this episode, uh-huh. but for something else um, that was just breaking down why Netflix is formulated the way that it is. And it's because they're only interested in gaining like subscribers. And so because of that, they constantly are pushing out and promoting a lot of new shows and a lot of new content in order to get people to like sign up to watch these things. But then um, like recently they just canceled a bunch of shows as they always do. Um, they canceled mm-hmm. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is honestly kind of slaps. Um, I'm really just in it for the hot black witches. I don't know what to tell you. They make out every couple of episodes and I want to be their third. Lesbians? Lesbians? I too am in it for the hot black witches. Ambrose and Prudence. I just want to be their third. I just want them to like, Ooh. anyway. Um, oh, so they just canceled that show after four seasons because it like after three or four seasons is when a show stops bringing in like new viewers because the audience is basically like locked in. And so once you can't bring in new people, they're like, "Mm, bye. And then they, you know, roll out their new shit to bring in the new. Crazy. Interesting. Well, that kind of makes sense because isn't Bridgerton like a mini series or something? Or is it meant to go on? I don't know. Her next project for Netflix is definitely a mini series with with a closed ended thing. Oh, Shonda. I think that's their new thing. Like uh, like Hollywood. Hollywood was like a quick 8-bit thing that they were like, yeah, we just want Ryan Murphy to test some waters. So wait, you were talking actually, guys, earlier about if fame, like these people who come in for 15 minutes of fame and have that flash in the pan. I think that the shows are a flash in the pan, but like Shonda Rhimes, for example, is not going to stop being famous anytime soon. I think it's about the people who are like prolific. Like we're... Because they're not just coming in with like, hey, I fucking illegally bought a tiger. They're like, oh, I wrote several shows and directed them and like worked mm-hmm. at it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, I think they are kind so, of... Yeah, I don't think they, they are flashing the pants, but their shows are for sure right now. Yeah. I think they are kind I'm of... Stranger Things has not been canceled yet. Two-ish different ways to get your 15... I think there are maybe three ways to get your 15 minutes of fame. Um... One is you do something really stupid, like mm-hmm. you, like pure entertainment value, no brain, Chris Crocker, free Britney style. Um, boat, fuck Kanye. You, something. Right? <laughs> like you, um, two is like genuine talent, quote unquote. Like mm-hmm. I would argue that Justin Bieber is not talented, but his original 15 minutes of fame did come from like, oh, he was really popular on YouTube. Usher was like, I'm going to adopt this little kid. Um, He's talented the way, like, Kim Kardashian is talented. Like, he might not be, like, you know, John Lennon when it comes to music, but he knows how to make something catchy. um, That's talent. People will will listen, watch. People will listen, you know. Yeah, and so, but I think that Shonda Rhimes is, like, that second category of, like, genuine talent. And I think that's where longevity comes in. Because if you are lucky enough to get your 15 minutes of fame and you're genuinely talented, you can try to, you know, make it last. I mean, sometimes it doesn't, like American Idol, like half the people who well, win I that. I was thinking about Fantasia, like, mm. you know what I mean? I love her. Like, just like, poor, like, where where are you? Where are you, honey? Mm-hmm. She's ha- releasing songs, but people are racist. <laughs> I, well, I think, well, and what I for, have forgotten is that her and Jay Hud were on the same season. And so Jay Hud just like took it and ran. Like Jay Hud got Dream Girls, and it was like, sorry, mm-hmm. Fantasia Boo. Like we apparently only have room for one uh, black girl with a soulful voice. So like, bye, you know. And it's yeah, I don't know how often that's the case. Like people are always like, "Do you like Rihanna or Beyonce?" And I'm like, "Are they gonna fight or something?" They have very different sounds. What are you talking about, girl? What are you yeah. talking about? Also, Rihanna isn't an artist anymore. I mean, she's an artist, <gasps> but Rihanna does not release music anymore. She. Is only teasing y'all with this album. She'll drop it. Where's the album? She is not <laughs> dropping R9 anytime soon. So why are you asking? You just said 
Rihanna is not an artist. And like you were clearly in the middle of your thought, but Gamal still gasped. <laughs> I mean, she she is an artist. I redact that statement. Rihanna will always thank be you, an thank artist. Thank you so much. But Rihanna loves this podcast. Please be aware. Rihanna is just not dropping music anytime soon. And I'm tired of people hounding her for it when it's like, y'all just let it go. Like, yeah, sure. I feel like I can't say that because I've dropped zero albums. Right? I got zero sure. albums. <laughs> like, I can't be pressuring. I can't be putting pressure on a queen to give us more when she's already given us so much. She used to and she's rich. Every be rich. Year. She used to release every I know. year. Leave her alone. Mama. She Auntie was doing Ariana Grande ahead. before Ariana Grande was born. Auntie is also, we can bomb. have more than one Black artist. We just can't. It's okay, guys. They don't need to fight to the death. Mm. It's fine. <laughs> we can just have Beyonce and Rihanna. Although it's I will fine. say, last year was Megan The Stallion's year, and I claim that this year is for Flo Millie. This year, I hope. Okay. I just okay. want to see her get all of the things she deserves. I feel like this year is Sweetie's year. It could be. Oh, I feel like I think she's coming up. Flo Millie has the. I, I, so we've talked about this before on the pod that um, Nicki Minaj's pen impeccable cardi b's like energy she like that's what cardi brings brings to rap she brings energy energetic but her pen is like mm, it's a little shaky her pen be shaken Mm -hmm. i think flo millie is really like raw and new to the game but i think her pen is impeccable like nikki and i think her energy and vibe is stellar like cardi and i just want to see her succeed also she's a dark-skinned little baddie and i want to see her succeed where do you put megan in that not that we have to compare female rappers, but where do you put Megan in that uh, list? I think, if I'm honest, I think that I enjoy Megan's pen game, but I wouldn't call it, like, stellar. I don't know. There's, it's different. Gotcha. It's not necessarily worse than Flo Millie's. It's just different, and I happen to just... It's like, I, I, the way you feel after you listen to any of her songs, though, mm-hmm. like, you really can't beat that. You just mm-hmm. feel like that bitch. Just the like sound. I think for Megan, it's the like sounds that she puts in her, like her vocal sounds that she puts in her songs, like all of her ads and her ah. like, little. It's like mm-hmm. it's you're like what? It is del- It's perfect. It's like its own um, instrument. You know what I mean? Along with her rapping, it's like the instrument of her ads yeah. are like a part of the game. And I think they kind of rap about two different things because I think that yeah. a lot of Flo Millie's rap is just about like being a baddie and I think that a lot of Megan's Mm -hmm. is about like having sex and being a baddie but in a different way yeah for sure um speaking of Megan Thee Stallion and 15 minutes of fame that reminds me about something else that blew up at the top of this pandemic which was TikTok yes everyone was using Savage on TikTok and all these songs and I think that that thing that app I guess is like designed for that 15 minutes of fame. Like people make one popular TikTok and then like you never, almost never see something from them again. Like mo- most people who have a TikTok blow up and go viral, like it's the one TikTok that goes really viral and they get a lot of followers, but like they never often, they don't often replicate that success unless you're like a really, really, really successful TikToker. I've also heard that. Well, that's like early YouTube. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no go, go, go. Like early YouTube, very early YouTube. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. I feel like early YouTube, you could you could build more on it. I don't know. I feel like there were more creators that built. Kind of, but I feel like there's so many like videos. I think of like an early YouTube, like uh, "Where's the Chapstick Girl" or mm-hmm. like Rebecca Black. That I'm like, I wasn't expecting you to like keep giving me stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I was just so excited for that one cute little video that you gave me, and now I'm like the happiest thing and every time i see chapstick i think where's the chapstick and like you will forever stay in my mind you know what i mean yeah where do we rate the rapper that was featured on friday by rebecca black r b rebecca okay. black like right below lil wayne as one of the top mm-hmm. 10 um i think best random 15 minutes of fame rapper um chicken noodle soup with a soda on the side girl where was oh yes what? <laughs> i was getting my life wild, <laughs> wild. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be stuck in my head for three weeks. Right? Like, I but I think that um, TikTok also, like, does this weird thing with artists, or artists, with TikTokers where they, like, shadow ban people extremely quick. Like, I've heard so many stories of from people of just, like, yeah, this one thing went follow, uh, viral and I was getting, like, hundreds of likes every day. 
um and now I get zero <laughs> it's like what like yeah what's that about I literally don't know I think it's just part of their scheme yeah it's just like Instagram when they do that when they think that you're using an outside um you know something whatever stupid to like promote like to give yourself more followers to give yourself more likes and it's like i'm just good at the game back off you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i'm just and then i think when people do use stuff they don't catch them at all so it's like (laughs) there's no it doesn't make any sense there's no winning yeah although there is winning because there's a certain formula of like white thin pretty that Mm -hmm. gets to succeed with these kind of algorithms but you know Even my favorite TikTok astrologer, uh, Maren Altman, white, thin, pretty. White, thin, and pretty gets you every time. Gets you all the things you need. All the time. (gasps) Could it be the giant pink dress? (gasps) You didn't like what? You didn't like a Jimbo outfit? How dare you? I know. Hi, I'm Mijan. And I'm Nick. I like to call myself a semi drag race expert. And I've never seen it before. So join us on our podcast, Whispering Hunties, every week for drag race expertise. And the exact opposite of that. Either way, it's a geeky. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, okay. Get How out. could I possibly? Take your cute cats that keep walking all over you. Now back to a regular programming. But is that like a good, do we think that's like a good thing? Like this idea of this 15 minutes of fame on TikTok and you said YouTube, these people that blow up for like one thing and then they're like are constantly associated with that. Like in a time before these things and before the internet, like those people, that would never happen with those people, right? So on the one hand, these people get something once, they get recognition for one thing at least one time, right? So thinking about like penis TikTok and YouTube, so thinking about dick, like just just penises at all times um no thinking about uh same thing on TikTok. 15 minutes of fame and tiktok and yo i've seen some shit um <laughs> on tiktok and youtube these people who are having these 15 minutes of fame right that's something that didn't happen like before the internet like 20 20 30 years ago people didn't have really those the 15 minutes of fame in the same way like in the same quantity like it happens a lot for a lot of different people is it better that we live in a world where people can get famous for like a second and then peter out? Or is it better that the world where we lived in before where like less people got famous, but they usually stayed famous? I don't know. I think it's fine. Cause like none of those people, like if they're famous for one second and then never again, then that would be like if Donald Glover just like made his YouTube channel was like, wow, a couple people watched my like video with my friends and then called it a day. So like, it's on you to pursue your own projects and like convince people to be in them, help you make them do all that stuff. Like that, the challenge of getting to a place where you can get your stuff seen and heard has not gotten easier. I don't think Um, it's just gotten to the point where you can get a taste of it quicker. Um, so I don't know. I don't feel bad for them. I don't feel like it's a big deal. <laughs> I feel like it's fine that like fame is just this random thing that happens to like some person once and then another person and then just like sort of goes around. On that note, everybody watch Wormholes now on Instagram at <laughs> wormholes.tv and on YouTube at the Show Dogs NYC YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, <laughs> shameless plug. But I think, yeah, well, that, what's wild about that, I think, is also, right, I think it's always, gonna like, fame at the top top is always going to be an exclusive party, right? Like, nobody's letting you in because you made the chapstick video, right? Like, but what is cool now, because we have um, a wider internet and wider connection to people, is the idea that, like, maybe people who wouldn't have seen what you're doing before can see you now, right? And, like, that's kind of, that's cool in a way that I wouldn't want to go back to, nope, the only people who got to see me in my, you know, small town of wherever bumfuck Long Island that I lived on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that is... Yeah. Definitely don't need to go back to that. Um, yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, I don't think it's an inherently negative thing. And I actually really appreciate that, I mean, some people who are... Um, 
like trapped in poverty actually get to escape it. Like the guy who did the um, hide your kids, hide your wife thing that went like insanely popular, even though he was talking about like a predator on the loose. Um, right. Don't know why he became a meme, but he did. And then he got super famous off of it. And then he, he was gay. Yeah. Um, and then he did something and got a, like it led to him having other successes and then he bought like his family a house like he has money now whereas oh. before they were like poor um so that's cool but as someone who has i'm going to come out and say that i have gotten 15k likes of a photo that was posted of me on twitter um and i've seen no money from that and no real <laughs> tangible fame so i want to say i was robbed so actually i redact my previous statement it's a terrible horrible thing no one if i can't have it no one should have it exactly and that's the american way and that's the american way and that's a way um but it's interesting that you bring up the the hydra kids hydra wife guy um because i feel that 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 harkens back to a time on the internet where a lot of people who went viral like that were like people we laughed at like i feel like we were laughing at that man from like a very homophobic place like inherently no him and chris crocker like it was him and Chris Crocker, a very transphobic Chris thing. the one who's like free Britney, right, or like Britney yeah. alone. Yeah, he was like leave Britney alone, um, and people were right, like, everyone was laughing at that. This is a very effeminate gay man. He kind of looks like a woman. Ha 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 ha. He 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 he. Poo 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 pee Um, but well, it happens to straight white men too. Remember that guy that was going to be president, and then he went. Oh my god, that is my friend's favorite thing ever. Who was that? There was this guy. I don't remember his name at all. He ran for president. He was basically Bernie Sanders. Like he had the same policies, same ideas, same concepts. And he was at a rally and he's like, and we're gonna take it to Washington, and we're gonna take it to Virginia, and we're gonna take it all the way to the White House. Yeehaw! And the news cycle, the 24-hour news cycle ran that clip of him just going, yee-haw, 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 and ran his campaign into the ground. It was... Wait, <laughs> when was this? This was in, like, 2004, 2008, I want to say. Like, he was a small-time Democrat, and they, like, obliterated him. Wow. I was a baby. Yee-haw, yee-haw Democrat. Democrat. That's I, feel like, I feel like that's what, like... I feel like that's what centrist Democrats call themselves now. Yeehaw Democrats. Yeah. Why? We should start calling them. Why? I feel like it's a party that looks really cool from the outside. And then you go inside and people are constantly staring at you and talking to you and touching you. Like, I feel like it, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I feel that the life in America is very focused on fame. Strange. I also think it's a like po- poverty depression thing. Like a lot of us are poor and a lot of us are depressed and we're like, but if I make it and I'm successful as capitalism teaches me, if I have fame, I've clearly made it. And if I've made it, I won't be sad and I won't uh, like be hungry. Like bitch, that's what I want. Um, great, the great Lady Gaga spoke about this in her albums, The Fame and The Fame Monster actually. Sure. <laughs> of huge themes of those albums. But we also like, we, like as a society because one of our biggest exports is like entertainment it is a big thing for uh for american society to like constantly have people um striving for fame right and striving to like entertain the masses since that's like we push all of our entertainment on everybody else in the entire world and so like that is like it's all full circle, right? Is that idea of like, we have to constantly be creating something and be on top of culture because culture is what we are going to try and push or our culture specifically is what we're gonna try and push on everybody else, so. You have them fucking uh, making faces so that they'll get a gif after a debate. I'm like, who's the artist? Like you're sitting there in the middle of a debate, like hoping someone will record you so that you'll look a certain way so tomorrow will be all about your wink you know when Alma biden said inshallah at the debate oh my god we all went wild have you seen um sorry to bother you has anyone i have do you you remember the scene there's like the scene at the beginning 
he goes into the bar and he's like worried about the VIP area and like what's up there. Mm-hmm. And then he goes up there and it's nothing. It's there's it's nothing. There's no one and it's not fun. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like it's like uh, you know um, the genie in Aladdin when he says uh, phenomenal cosmic power. Itty bitty living space. So I feel like it's both. I feel like it's a shitty where someone hands you a black Amex. So it's like kind of good because you just got a bunch of money. You're never going to be able to embarrass yourself outside anymore. You're never going to be able to like trust a stranger. You're never going to be able to do be vulnerable with anyone that didn't know you before this. Like you have to constantly be on. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know about that end game. I feel like the people who have the best uh, of both worlds who are like in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Where they can still go to a grocery store. Mm-hmm. Audra McDonald is my level of feeling. Yeah. Broadway stars Audrey. got it going on. Because they. Broadway stars have it. Except for that small moment where they exit the fucking stage door. But that's really it. Um, but like, I enjoy my personhood. <laughs> But then there's that time when, like, in between jobs, they actually don't make much money at all. Mm. Sure, but if you're Audra, like, you have you have so well, much. Audra McDonald money. is fine. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that's what I'm saying. That's that's the that's the dream, in my opinion, is to be right, famous or respected enough in the craft that you are in that people want to hire you and work with you at all times. But that in the world at large, maybe you're not so known, and that you know what I mean. That, like, I want um, a level of fame to attend the Met Gala, but nobody knows who I am. Like when Jordan Roth showed up at the Met Gala, wore that amazing um, like theater gown, but people were like, who mm-hmm. the fuck is this? That's what I you want. You have to be like some famous adjacent person then. So you have to be like an agent or a just random rich person. You could be a socialite. You could just do a lot of drugs and be extremely rich. That's an option. That's what I want. That's what I want for myself. He's like the president of Jujamsi or something. Good for him. <laughs> That's what I want. I want. To, I would love. Oh my! My dream job is honestly to like low key be Kip K. Um, to just like I don't want her TV show. I don't want her like anything else. But I do want her level. She's of, like the most almost her level of fame or like her condition of fame, like. I know. I don't want her. I don't want her level. I want her condition. Her condition of fame is that she occasionally does something that we all talk mm-hmm. about. Um, but other than that, she doesn't really have a job. But she could get one if she wanted to, doing almost anything, and people would pay her vast amounts of money. You want low effort, high returns. Low right, effort, well, high return. Her, her level of fame is existing. Like that is all she yeah. has to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just has to exist. <laughs> And people are like, wow, we'll pay attention to you. And you're like, okay, must be nice. You want to talk 15 minutes of fame? The Kim K game? Ooh, ooh, that shit owned 2017. What? And now they have a legacy for their family because of one sex tape. Think about that. They're gra- they're like great-great-grandchildren will know fame and fortune. They will know about the sex tape, yeah. I Like, they're the Rockefellers now. I bet this will now. be, like, in their family history. It's going to be like, yeah, like, where did we get this fortune? Did we own sure. a bunch of slaves? No, nah, we just, like, fucked a guy on a video. And then mom turned it into... Right? Like, what? How did and that happen? And then monopolized it. But now... Yo, what's her name? Chris Jenner, brilliant strategist. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant strategist. Um, Brilliant strategist. But since we're talking about Kim K, maybe we have to touch upon for a second the other news that came out this week that Kim and Kanye are getting divorced. Unsurprising. Maybe we shouldn't but because the rumors... girl who spread that rumor is being sued. <laughs> oh, wait, really? <laughs> She's being sued by Kim K. Oh, uh, we're not going to spread any rumors. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Should I talk about it? Go for it. Allegedly, allegedly, there was a rumor that was begun and circulated. Allegedly. Uh, Kanye West had an affair with Jeffree Star of Jeffree Star Cosmetics and YouTube fame. Also, I feel, feel originally a 15 Minutes of Famer. He's gay. Um, you know, yeah. 
definitely definitely uh at least bisexual or pansexual something um but that's interesting allegedly interesting to hear this <laughs> but i mean it is it is not alleged that they are getting divorced and the news has reported such a thing so um yeah. As we established, um, Kim Kardashian uh, being divorced from uh, rich, successful rapper Kanye West, she's still going to be perfectly fine. <laughs> and uh, I think, yeah, I think Kanye will be good with his finances as well. I just hope he gets I some don't know help. about that. I think he needs serious help. I don't know necessarily that he's going to get the serious he help. help and I sure. don't know if without the serious help that his spending habits will be necessarily the best. Um, we have true, definitely true. seen black especially black musicians quite often lose all of their money. So like you get divorced, you cut off everybody in school who supports you. And then immediately like all of them, what happened to MC hammer? Oh, exactly. (laughs) Right. Um, Damn. Should start a program where you could donate to support Kanye West. Oh no. (laughs) I'll do that when he stops with the homophobic religious stuff. If he stops that, I'll be like, okay. He yeah. honestly, when he starts yapping, I don't. He's not well. No. no, no, he's not. And like his mom is gone also. So like, I really don't know. Um, not that I feel bad for homophobes, but like, mm, uh, you know, hopefully he has someone in his corner because right. I because looking bleak, looking real bleak, looking as bleak yeah. as his fucking uh, clothing line over here. <laughs> But you know what's not bleak? You know what's shining, sparkling, and new is Mm. Minnie herself. Trinity Taylor. (laughs) Oh. Oh, Oh, we never discussed that. (laughs) Nothing. Go, go, go. Go to Miriam. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. It's okay. That's that's tea for another time. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Mm -hmm. The queens are holding out tea on y'all. The tea is steeping. The tea is steeping. Exactly. <laughs> but we're we're here to talk about Miriam. We are because it is time for our famous section, the coronation. Oh, corny, corny. <laughs> Queen is moisturizing as we speak. Moisturize me, moisturize me. Like why not for my coronation? Yes, boy, <laughs> uh, I look good. So, uh, Miriam, we on the podcast love to crown our guests because anybody who joins the pod um becomes official pod queens royalty so the options are would you like to take hold of your title and crown yourself or would you like the three reigning queens to crown you i would like to be crowned because i don't know what i'm the queen of anymore (laughs) anymore were you did you have a domain that we did not know I felt like before the quarantine, I had all these things, and now I'm just here floating like a little amoeba, waiting for something to change. <laughs> it's a rebirth. It's a, you know, we all get to start over a single cell organism a to grow. Right? Yeah. A renaissance, but a really bad exactly. one. One not as yeah, good yeah, as the terrible first. Renaissance. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Maybe we're really the, sad. We're, we're still pre-Renaissance. We're still pre-Renaissance. We're gonna hit. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get out. The Renaissance will start, and mm-hmm. bitches are gonna want the Renaissance. It. Right now is a pre-emerging artist. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly, and that's okay. Bitches are gonna be um, eating up comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are gonna be weird after this. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Mama. Oh my god. Well, what do my my queens? What do we think? What are we thinking? Ooh. I mean, my first thought is skincare queen. I was going to say skincare queen. I think skincare that is accurate. Okay, that was the queen. quickest we've ever skincare we've ever queen. hit upon this. Should we do it? We should crown her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a skincare, skincare queen. Skincare queen, please give us a twirl. Let uh, us see. Just apply retinol while we talk. Yes, oh, she's <laughs> a skincare yes. queen. She's retinol. a healthy face. Oh my gosh, hold Ooh. on, please. Can you pose with your retinol, and I'll take a, I'll take oh. a screenshot. I don't there have we time go. for these wrinkles. Oh, feels good. Gorgeous. Do you have a favorite Gorgeous? product yeah. other than your retinol? Yeah. What'd you say? Your retinol. Do you have a favorite product other than your retinol? A favorite 
product. Um, yes, I do. Oh, she's got it. She's got it. Oh, we'll have to take another one with the product. Well, you know, product placement. Product placement. We're, We're not unsponsored queen. But they could if they wanted. This is called Calm Water Gel, and I put it on every time something terrible happens in the world, and I just it makes me feel calm. Calm, oh, wow. water, gel. calm water Gel. I don't know what it is, but Dermalogica is that what that that what's that brand? Yeah. Dermalogica. Oh, my mother works with that brand. Um, just, Love that. Just calm water. Like I could get a discount. We all need some calm water nowadays, y'all. Yeah. Yes, right? I'm going to start drinking it soon, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, that's it. Well, our reigning queen, can you please um, tell the folks where they can find you? Me? Uh, yeah. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Oh. Wow. The dinosaur that is. <laughs> what are your handles? Just Miriam, Miriam Ralph. Yep, I'm Miriam Ralph. Oh. All things. Beautiful. We'll have Daddy Producer Coco put that in. Love a brand. We, we a brand. live for a brand, really. Um, you can find me, uh, Sajda at it Sajda on everything as well. Also, if you like food porn, you can follow that too, because I just hit 4K, y'all. Can we just start? Hey, grazie. Look at her. We trying, you know what I mean? She's becoming real life Bayleaf, so. An influencer. No, my new goal is to help you get to 10K however I can. It's gonna happen. I'm ready for it. However you can. Did you hear that? Olivia Pope. If I have to start OnlyFans dedicated to Food Porn Friday, I will. <laughs> All right, Mama. It's just you can find me, food. Gamal Osawa, on Instagram at the Gamal and on Twitter at Gamal Tweets. Hi, you can find me at my very confusing handles um, that actually <laughs> aren't that confusing. I just haven't yet subscribed to the idea that I need to brand myself with my name everywhere. I don't know what to tell you. Um, anyway, uh, at Persephone's Garden on Insta and at Quimisaya on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, and you can follow the queens as a group on pod queens on the twitter um you can also uh, email us any more of the fan mail as you see we can we will make it a whole topic thank mm-hmm. you pablo from Spain. um at podqueens at gmail.com and if you're just like floating around looking for stuff to look at you can technically also go to show dogs nyc on instagram and you can see some of our stuff and some audiograms and cute pics um, oh, and that's where our uh, IG live TV video, whatever of Pod Queens is as well. So, yeah. Until next time. P.S. Dot dot dot. We out this bitch. Woo! Pod Queens is a Show Dogs production. Our theme song was written and performed by E.J. Meehan. And our producer is Conrado Falco III. To learn more about Show Dogs, go to showdogsnyc.com. Thanks for listening to the Apocalypse Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, go to apocalypsepodcastnetwork.com. And remember, every time you support one of our sponsors, you're supporting the podcast you just heard. 